0: Hello and welcome to the Rover Ramble podcast, my name's Rover and welcome to the very first episode of this brand new podcast. Each month I'll be joined by a different special guest for a ramble conversation. So without further ado, let me introduce today's guest. Today I'll be joined by Mr Vloop, a good friend of mine with over 600 subscribers over on YouTube. He's an active member of the Twitter community in the Minecraft world and he also regularly streams on Twitch. So Mr Vloop, welcome to the podcast.
1: Hello, 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 and thank you for the invitation. How are you doing, Rover?
0: I'm good. I am good. I'm excited to to be recording the first episode of this podcast. How are you yes, doing? Yes,
1: I'm good. I'm good.
0: <laughs> I remember you did you did warn me beforehand about you might have a slight bit of morning voice, but that is okay. We love a bit of morning voice here on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I'm
1: gonna be like, "Good morning, hello."
0: Oh, the power, powerful world of time zones and how it confuses everything. So Vloot, before we jump into our main discussion for today's podcast, I had a few questions sent in to me that I thought we could both sort of answer and just have a little chat about so people who may not know much about us can get to know us a little bit more. So one of the questions sent in by a friend of mine, Alec, was who were your Minecraft content creator inspirations? Who made you want to start making YouTube videos?
1: Well, in my case, um, when I started watching Minecraft videos and everything, like looking for entertainment and everything, I remember I was very inspired by Log.zip, uh, like his early videos playing mini games and stuff. And then somehow I changed to... I, And then somehow I moved to builders like Rian. And then I started watching Hermitcraft and everything. So I think my inspirations they currently get a little bit of everything, you know, the 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 energy and the enthusiasm of log.zip uh, and like trying to be a good builder like Green. And as some people have already made the comparison uh, having the funny accent as Skull eighty
0: five, <laughs> <laughs> we love a good accent. Uh, it, it sometimes it really adds something, doesn't it? It really sort of adds uh, an yeah. extra little twist. And sometimes I feel like <laughs> sometimes I feel like I need to play my British accent just a little bit more. <laughs> but actually, in a similar vein to you, it's a, it's a similar story to me. I um I I started playing Minecraft a long long way back. Um, i mm-hmm. I think it must have been around the twenty fourteen twenty fifteen mark uh on the pocket edition of the game, which was at that point quite small. You could only have your little two hundred fifty six by two hundred fifty six block world. those are mm-hmm. the days um and then I, I, I remember finding this sort of YouTube community and over time finding uh people like Mumbo and just exploring this whole new world of enjoying playing a game but also creating content at the same time and I guess so since day one on my channel that's that's been one of the main main focuses. So one of the other questions Great. I got I got sent through was what if you were to redesign your skin, your channel and your whole branding as such, but it has to be different from what yours is already, would you? If you would, why? And if not, why not?
1: Yeah, um actually I I was confronted with that a long time ago uh because i had like a different skin back then um uh, i'll send you the design if you want to uh so then you can you can show it in there and a friend who a friend who i met in the minecraft community he he told me that my skin was looking a bit without personality so he suggested me to change it, and then I did this job, yeah, by the way, his name is Alex, and he gave me some very, very cool ideas before I start uh working like more professionally on my channels, uh both YouTube and twitch, and I had already changed the skin. I wanted to keep the blue and green eye as we will be like very, very different. And basically, I even have a video where I I have both skins portrayed on it. It was like when I turned to 200 subscribers on YouTube, I wanted to make something special. Then I have this video where like, I wake up and I see that I have 200 subscribers. I go to a barbershop and then when I leave the barbershop, my skin is different.
0: <laughs> ah, yes. I think I remember that video on your channel. I, I got a feeling that was... um. That was about a year ago. Yeah, when I it must have been around when I first came across your channel, Mm -hmm. which was about it must have been September 2019, I think I first ever stumbled across your channel. I think, yeah, and that, yeah, and I that that's one of the videos that always sticks in my mind of you, uh, this great sort of cinematic shot of you in a village. (laughs) Exactly. it (laughs) It always sticks in my mind. Now, for myself. I don't know. That's that's the question. If I if I would or if I wouldn't. Now I've still got this whole thing going, it's all revolved around my skin, mm-hmm. which uh it's I've got a really boring story behind it. I think I found it once, way before I even planned to start doing YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um I, I found this skin, and I was like, Oh that's pretty cool, it's pretty different. It's it's a raccoon in a boiler suit, why not? <laughs> um So <laughs> I took that on board and I started creating my first video with it. It wasn't in my mind at all and um and it sort of swung with it. So I think if I was to change everything up, it would feel strange. It would, um, it, everything I'd done from day one would feel sort of separated in a way. So I think my branding's built up over time. And to be fair, recently, I think like you've done, Luke, you, you've we've changed some bits up, haven't we, with our channel branding. I know you've done some yeah. about six months ago. Um, I've done some recently, just bringing in new bits and pieces. So I think it's sort of a... It's one of those sort of ever-developing processes, really, isn't it? It's always.
1: It's always changing is uh changing is always good, uh unless of course it's like too frequent because then your brand doesn't get recognized. I I have a friend who constantly sends me ideas is like, hey, how do you like about this? I'm going to change my my logo on on YouTube and stuff. Like, dude, why do you change so much? Yeah, you you gotta you know stick find yourself. Uh, a, a brand and a design and then stick to it because if you change too much then your brand is not going to be recognized anymore yeah
0: yeah exactly and i think i think we've all got a friend like that because one comes to mind when you're <laughs> talking about that as well <laughs> it is one of those things that um i think once you you set down in a place you've uh you might have to stick with the name or the skin or mm-hmm, something yeah um, other things can sort of change dynamically as things change on your channel yeah and also being able to expand out and do other things um, just having being flexible, I guess, is what it's all about. It's all about options. Yep. <laughs> so today, um, we have decided we're going to have a chat about one thing that we have particularly in common, mm-hmm. which is our experiences as small Minecraft content creators. So me and Vloop, if you do not know already, we both create content on YouTube regularly, all around Minecraft, doing all sorts of different bits and pieces. So we want to chat a little bit about what it's like doing that regularly what it's like being in this community and trying to be different and all this sort of things that the challenges that come that you may not notice from just watching our videos that we put out so we have done a little bit of brainstorming and we've put together a few ideas of things we like to just chat about so uh let the ramble conversation begin mm-hmm. i
1: think let's start
0: <laughs> i thought it might be a good place to start talking about the communication side of things um because this is something that. It happens constantly, and it sort of happens without us realising. Um, we're constantly talking to other people. And the w- and the way that's changed over time, I remember the back in the day when I started, um, I first joined this community. Um, I just joined the my first ever SMP. I was about to start my channel. And we used Twitch Messenger, which has now been completely written off. <laughs> those were the days. Um, and it was one of those things that's just you forget how good discord is now discord is something me and vloop both use i think i don't know about you vloop but i'm sure i've got it up for at least most of my waking hours i've got discord open
1: <laughs> oh me too me too i even i even get to the point of when at night i say good night cuz normally before sleeping i i i watch videos on my tablet and my tablet which is my main drive uh I mean, it's my only everyday drive. Yeah, the, apart uh, apart from the desktop, I I say goodnight to people on Discord because, like, I really want to shut down, you know, and sleep and watch just like watch my videos until I fall asleep. And then <laughs> sometimes I forget to go on Discord and put it on <laughs> offline. <laughs> so people know not that i'm not that i am sleeping already but i'm like I, i'm yes. off yeah for now okay <laughs> and then the following morning i see like yesterday for example i didn't even notice that i spent the whole day in <laughs> offline mode
0: <laughs> yeah it's um it's it's crazy the the last thing i'll do before i go to sleep will be check discord i'll be like make sure i'm up to date with all the different messages make sure i've read all these mm-hmm. different channels make sure yeah. i know what's going on so when i wake up in the morning and it's the first thing i do when i Me wake too. up in the morning the first thing I do is I'll check my phone, I'll check Discord, and it's <laughs> and it's all revolving around this <clears throat> this this community we're in and it's it's incredible really how um the people we've met have what what they've done and it's just this whole wider thing and I think it's incredible. Um the way in which we can we can communicate so easily and that really makes what we do I think just really amazing being able to communicate with other people from all around the globe.
1: With people from I mean, all around the world. You're yeah. over in
0: Brazil, I'm here in the UK, and we, we have friends from all around the globe, and it's just yeah. incredible. It's it just is amazing. Incredible. Yeah, The wonders of the 21st century. <laughs> 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 one, of, one of the big points I, I, I noted down, it was the first thing I wrote down when we decided we'd talk about this topic, was meeting cool people. I mean, I don't know about you, Floop, but the amount of cool people I've met over the past three, three and a half years I've been doing this it's it's honestly amazing
1: it is it is and it's nice that we can also filter yeah like in real life we can't sometimes we just like we we open out the our doors for someone we don't really want to talk about but on the end of internet when you find someone toxic and everything you just have to block it and
0: (laughs) (laughs) we've got a nice way to switch them off yeah exactly
1: yeah yeah it's nice so then like we we can we can filter the kinds of friends uh that we adapt to i'm not talking about like having different points of view or anything we we respect different points of view of course what we don't respect is disrespect right and mm-hmm. and stuff like this but yeah it's it's amazing how how these small platforms they they can Open doors for us and makes make us get to know people from everywhere. It's really it's really impressive.
0: It really is. It really is. And one of the something that I've really noticed over the past year or so is um, it's Twitter and it's the Minecraft community on Twitter. Now Vloot, this is this is really your area. I think I remember sending a message to you about six months ago and saying, "How do you do it on Twitter?" <laughs> <laughs> how do you do it and have um
1: and i really don't know well i on like my twitter is as i also explained to 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 my friends and family in real life my twitter is not my twitter it's Floop's twitter yeah it's not the real person thing sometimes i know that here and there i i you know, I let some some political f- points of view go, but um it's not that usual it's it's not that uh, how do I say that it's not really that important to me because I'm I'm working on a brand and I really try to avoid being you know in, in political conversation and, and, and stuff like this. Um because it can be really really delicate mm. you know to discuss about it it can, be, it can it be quite decisive on, as well and
0: it's um yeah and, and we're and, here really to make friends aren't we we're, we're here to...
1: <laughs> yeah but it can be when i say it can be like something delicate to do because uh written words they don't carry out your feelings in there so you can be misread for j- everything you write literally everything even like a simple if if you write down good morning i'm feeling so happy now it can be misread by lots of people you know in, mm. because you don't carry emotion in there uh there, so there's
0: something I... about there's something about uh, the way people we all express um our words through the way we speak them mm-hmm. we we sort of we tone ourselves in different ways and obviously you can't you can't tell that through twitter or something like that yeah um which is why i quite like the the mind, the sort of twitter community me and you are involved we've got this amazing uh, community surrounding us of small minecraft content creators like ourselves and also larger ones and
1: mm-hmm. there's such
0: a great interaction between them really yeah and i think this all stems from uh, the Mojang developers who, who create Minecraft, the game we play and we we work from um, and it really stems from that and the way they conduct themselves in the community they they talk to us, they they will tweet to us, all this sort of thing I think it, it all stems from there really and I think there really is an amazing Twitter Minecraft community um, There
1: is, yeah.
0: People we all interact with one another on twitter we're all talking to each other. We send silly gifts we <laughs> we, <laughs> we do all these sort of things we vote on polls and I think it's such a it's such a unique area of something that when I first started YouTube, I never thought I'd find something like that. I never knew it existed and I think really recently it's really picked up and I th- I think it's absolutely incredible it's really incredible
1: it is it is
0: now one of the things. You pointed down, Vloop, um, which is sort of on the inverse, the amazingness of this uh, this community we're a part of is toxic people and how we go about dealing with them. So I thought, why, instead of sort of theoretically mm-hmm. discussing it, um, how, how do you go about dealing with toxic pe- people in your comments, on Twitter and all that sort of thing? How, how do you go about dealing with it?
1: Well, I honestly didn't have that many toxic people like leaving comments on on videos or Twitter. I think I was uh, I think I've been very lucky about it. As I said, it's also a matter of uh not getting too deep on delicate discussions, especially because as I said, it's not it's not me who is like using the Twitter, but it's my Minecraft character. Yeah, it's it's a it's a persona. Yeah, it's a character. It's not really me doing that. Uh, and uh when I have these uh things depending on the situation on and also how strong the toxicity is I have like levels of tolerance towards some stuff. Like recently I I opened my my Discord for the public. Yeah, I was uh, I I was working on it for quite some time and then I decided when I started going really professional on Twitch to open my Discord for some uh for for the public for other people. And I had a sort of uh uh toxic person in there, you know, sending some, some stuff that were, you know, not good. Yeah. And first I started to educate the person. Yeah. I was a teacher. So (laughs) I think like the, the first thing, the first thing that I tried to do in this situation is, is to try to educate the person in order Try to see not to be a friends with the toxic person, but try to make the person see that toxicity is not the answer. Toxicity is not the way you you deal you do stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I think that's a that's a really unique way of looking at it, and having being yeah. able to act on it like that is it's really important.
1: Yeah, yes, it is. But like at the same at the same time as I am a, a teacher, uh, I also have to remember that like we. Everybody should also remember that I'm not anymore, and there's a reason for that. The reason is that the world has become a place where being patient is necessary, but is not frequent. Yeah, so like everybody has been very impatient with everything... Of course, when I am on the on my limit of like not being patient, and I I will not attack anyone. I would just reject, as we as we were saying, like in the beginning of the conversation, just like okay, in in the uh, in the uh, on the internet, you have the block button, and, and then everything is fantastic again yeah, yeah the yeah. whole world is just flowers again yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's... so this is what i do like i i try to get to a point where i try to reverse the situation and try to to make the person see that that is not the way but then after a while you know we say like oh okay you know i just give up mm. it's not my job anyway to try to make you see that you are you are being toxic that you are not like not that you are wrong or i am right but like treating people treating people is, with is, with the respect it, it, treat, yeah with respect exactly yeah this is this is exactly the limit between free of uh, freedom of speech and uh, your opinion there is there, there there are two big differences between one and the other yeah like i have I have an opinion about something, and I think to myself, If I speak up my opinion, am I going to hurt someone? if the answer is yes, then my freedom speech ends right there, and I'm not going to give this opinion I'm going to keep it to myself
0: yeah yeah exactly. It's one of those things where it's trying to find um it's trying to find the line in between um What's acceptable and what you mm-hmm. can um, establish, because not everyone will will like the work we do or will agree with the way we run things. It's it's finding that line between accepting what they're saying and and actually saying, you know what, this is a place for us to um to be ourselves. This is a place for us to express yeah. ourselves. Um, sort of fundamentally down to the line. And if people are gonna gonna be, we don't we don't want to be surrounding ourselves with people like that. So finding a hard line is um, is really difficult. And I think one of the other things I put down was um, administrative and moderation—the whole side of things which is completely unseen um, from a viewer's perspective on a YouTuber or a streamer's work. Uh, and Philip, I'm sure you'll you'll back me up here when we say the amount of administrative work that goes <laughs> on behind the scenes. Is incredible. It is, it I is. Mean, Public example, relations
1: has never been so active. <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly, yeah. I mean, even planning this podcast, we've got to work out uh, what time we're going to meet, when we're going to meet, what we're going to talk about. And there's so much that goes behind the scenes. I've been probably working on this episode before we began recording for probably about three hours already. And there's so much that goes on behind the scenes um, of working on planning videos, on creating the thumbnails, creating... Um, planning out what we're going to say if we we're doing scripted things mm-hmm. um, and dividing up time. I um, is something I've definitely learned how to do, how to how to do multiple things at once in a day, really, because sometimes you can sit down and be like, right, I'm going to smash out this project. But then you realize, wait, hang on, I've got a video I need to record for tomorrow or <laughs> or something along these lines. And yeah. it's I, I don't know how, how have you found it trying to sort of find that balance in between finding your t- your own time to do what you need
1: to do and sort of splitting things up. Oh, man. Um, well, you mentioned something interesting that, and I, I have seen recently that there are two kinds of people in the world. Yeah. The people who like the script and the people who prefer the thing to go natural. Yeah. Mm. And like, especially, especially like when playing a game. Uh, yes. Yeah. Because it's, it's, it's not it's like creating content with a game is delicate because if you write a script and i tried it in the beginning you know and 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 doing that um but i got to the point where i did everything different in the video yes. yeah in the making of the thing and i like the result that i had that now but the script
0: doesn't match. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: That now I don't even make a script. I just like let mm. it run uh, natural. Of course, I'm going to build something. I'm going to focus on that. Yeah, but like what I'm going to write and what what is going to happen during that thing is like I really don't expect. You can see that in one of my last videos that I I had to to I had to beat a challenge like spending the whole day in the Nether and everything. And I just said, okay, I'm going to go to the nether to fight with their skeletons and whatever happens in there, it's going to be on the tape. And the only thing that, like, you can say that's really different that happened is that I got killed by a magma cube when I was leaving, you know, after everything ended. Because the whole thing just happened like really with no big turns, nothing so big happened in there, but still the video was there. So like how I'm going to I I normally I I prefer to record the video and then think of how I can make that thing into something special and different instead of doing the opposite. Yeah, I know that some people think of a script and think of what they're gonna do. Say, okay, this is gonna be different because I'm going to do this, 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 and that. Yeah. But we are playing a video game, and it's like the, the, there is no way you can really predict what's going to happen or not. And if you try to pretend that you did something and then you won't do, or you edit, or it's like it's not going to sound natural. So that's why I record the whole thing, and then I think on how to make it, uh, how to make it different and in the video editing.
0: Yeah, it's one yeah. of those things. Um, I think it actually depends on the style of content we're creating. So, for example, um, predominantly both mine and your content we create is uh, SMP content, which that, yeah. that sort of style of seeing where the video takes you and deciding in post-production – the sort of storyline of how you want the, the video to go. Mm-hmm. Um it works really well for SMP and survival player videos. However, sort of I've got uh with, with my channel I also run uh things like command videos and and show things off like that. In those sorts of videos, I will almost script what's going to happen before because that's that's what suits that style of content. And I think I think it's it's really interesting how Minecraft allows you in, in mm-hmm. creating Minecraft content it allows you to play it however you want we can we can yeah. plan how we want to do things if you want to so for example when i'm creating these command videos i'll spend an hour or so creating the commands then working out which order i want them to go in and then i'll go in and all i'll do is i'll show how to do the command and then that's done and I've i've already had it sort of planned and scripted which is yeah. it's really interesting how different styles of content um Allow themselves to do different bits and pieces. They allow themselves to tie into, um, yeah, in into different ways. We want to create content, which I think I think is just it, it's really it's really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the big things which has I've been I've been thinking about a lot over the past uh, sort of six months to a year now um, is finding a balance of what we videos we enjoy creating and what our viewers enjoy watching. Yeah. For you for you, Vloop, do you find there is a difference? Do you do you find there's a difference in between what you enjoy making and what your viewers most enjoy?
1: There is. I think there is. Uh um I'm not talking about like my viewers specifically because I tend to believe or I like to believe that I am working on my audience and slowly. Yeah, I want my audience to like uh the way that I do things. Because I remember one of the one of the things that I have been most advised to do is like you do you. Yeah. yeah. And what I what I mean by you do you is not that like oh I, I, I um I don't mean by oh, how am I going to explain that? What I mean by you do you is not that like record a video with your webcam uh, showing your face and showing how you really play the game. If I do that, I'm not going to have any viewer at all in any platform because I like to play it without music in silence, just focusing on the game. This is how I like to enjoy. I really like to immerse myself in there. So when I play, I don't listen to music and I don't talk. Period. Okay, <laughs> but when I do videos, I have to talk. Yeah, I have yeah. to talk. I have to put on some music when I'm playing. When I play on the on the streams, I, I I do that because I want to interact with the people. Not that I don't like to do that while I'm playing. I do like it. Yeah, it's just that they're like. Uh, when I started playing, it's it's the way I do. So, uh, but the the part of like you do you is. I always come up with this. Um, I always think and consider doing, for example, mini games, because I know that many people do mini games and that mini games can really launch their channel. There will be like lots of viewers and lots of subscribers and lots of that. Uh, many people have suggested to me like vloop why don't you play on Hypixel pixel and make a video playing on high pixel i have lots of people suggesting that to me my answer is because i don't like to do that i don't see myself doing that it is not my style yeah and uh, yeah, it's something I think... that i it's something that i explain to everyone i know exactly what i have to do in order to get one thousand, two thousand, fifty thousand, a hundred thousand viewers, very fast. the thing is, yeah, the thing is that the moment I do that, it's not me anymore, yeah. it's somebody else, yeah, because I'm going to be pleasing an audience that I don't want to, and then when I get to a hundred thousand and I start to do my own style, I'm going to lose half of that. I'm going to you know, and it's it's not going to mm. be me because this is not what I want. Yeah, if my content is boring for some people, okay, that's fine. I have uh, I believe and I'm pretty sure you can also count lots of content creators who may be boring but still have an audience. Yeah. Let's remember for example, there are some names in the in there are some names on the Hermitcraft that like when I watch their content and mm. stuff like this, I'm not going to say names, but like uh when I watch their content say, like, okay, I don't like to watch this because I think it's boring, you know? Uh, not that you say, like, oh, I can... Uh, yes, I sometimes even tell myself, like, I can do something better than that. You know, I do something better than that.
0: It's it's about finding... It's, it's sort of back to the point of it's really knowing your audience. Yeah. Um, and, 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 and everyone does have different audiences. We've all got um, different we might be a part of this larger uh wider minecraft community of small content mm-hmm. creators but then again when we narrow down we've each got our own small communities surrounding us which yeah. um which sort of focus in we, we do focus in on we're all we all do this we all focus in on these these areas and we think you know what that's where i'm gonna i'm gonna focus my arrow because we can't please anyone you can't please everyone in anything <laughs> so
1: um But what I I wanted to, to like, to to just to finish this, uh, the idea that, like, there are these content creators who make content that you clearly see. Like, I'm not just talking about some, some guys on the Hermitcraft, but also some others who have, like, hundreds of millions of subscribers. And you see, like, this is not the content I make. Yeah, but these people have like
0: yes.
1: hundreds and thousands of subscribers. But still, if you look back at some some of the Hermitcraft guys before the 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 recent updates, they were still doing the same thing, you know. So th- th- this is this is what some people told me when they did like you do use you. like don't try to do what the audience asks you to do because your audience will change. You do what you want to do because you will find eventually people who like what you really like to do. And this is going to be much more pleasant to you. Yeah, it really is. Instead of trying to please please an audience that you don't even know if they're going to be following you five years from now. Yeah, you do what you like to do because you will stick. You will build. This is building a community. It's not like I really and when i when i started to realize for example uh now i'm dedicating much more to twitch uh because i can interact to people not because i want to make bigger numbers on twitch of course i have to be a bit honest in here uh <laughs> 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 it's faster you know the, the financial side of twitch is faster than youtube that yeah that is completely but true yeah. It is. It is. Everybody knows that. In uh, like every little bit, every single cent from those bits, they count. Mm. Yeah, especially for someone who lives in a country where the dollar is very expensive. So <laughs> the conversion makes me like five times have five times more than that. <laughs> but what I mean is that these two different platforms, and it I took it took me a while to see the difference between them. Um, YouTube is for my recorded videos. It's videos that are like I take time, I edit them, I do them the way I want and everything. Not that I don't want to do that on Twitch. I'm really, Twitch is really growing in me, you know, to be playing the games and listening to music and Mm -hmm. talking to the to the viewers at the same time. This is really growing on me and really, really strong. And I'm loving to do that. Yeah, but they are two different uh, things. And what I mean that is like, I'm not going to make videos on Hypixel just because there are thousands of people asking me for that. No, I'm going to keep doing what I do yeah. because I want my community to stick with me even the day I decide to stop doing those high pixel videos. Yeah, because I'm going to do videos for Hypixel and then in in, next year say, okay, now I have 2,000 subscribers, I'm going to stop doing Hypixel videos. I'm going to lose all those 2,000 subscribers because I was doing something that they want and not something that I want or that I like. I don't like to do that. I I don't don't like Bad Wars. I don't like those things. I'm horrible (laughs) at parkour. And stuff like this. So why would I do a video on something that I don't want to do just to get numbers? I don't want to get numbers. I wanna get I want to build a community. Yeah, I want to build a community.
0: Something you mentioned while uh talking about that was um you your name dropped Hermitcraft and obviously in the area of content we create, they are the they're the big the big ones, really. They are they yeah, are yeah. what um they they're fundamentally they're they're sort of what we we look up to because they have just created such a big name for themselves. We um we've sort of got no choice in a way, we have to acknowledge they're there and we have to um they they do amazing stuff and in no way am I am I dissing that the content creator and the, the enjoyment they give out to their communities is incredible. But the one thing I, I wanted to talk about with you, as I know you've we've both had experiences um with being in different SMPs. Um, so mm-hmm. personally, I run a MathCraft, which you're a part of, I'm obviously a part of, and you're also a part of a Nexus SMP and you've been part of a few others, um, mm-hmm. as, as time's gone by. Yep. And I wanted to talk about sort of the domination of the larger SMPs and how that sort of influences the smaller SMPs. So, so talking from a Mathcraft's point of view, um, the, the past year or so has seen, um, Hermitcraft try, um, try some new content. And they've they've tried some more sort of storyline based things, and one of the mm-hmm. things that's uh, that's what Amathcraft has been trying to sort of look into and try a bit harder on uh, over the past year or so. But the one thing we found is Hermitcraft seemed to have this psychic ability to <laughs> to to put into place <laughs> or do something very similar to what we're planning about a month ahead of it. For example, they uh, they did an election um, uh, for them for their mayor. Um, about uh, two weeks after we were just about to start ours,
1: mm-hmm. and we
0: also had a similar thing with um, the the districts of, of how you how you actually set up your SMP having different areas. We were just about to do that, and then Hermitcraft do it, and it's like, <gasps> and then you sort of struggle with the content. And yeah. I I would I would guess you've also had similar comments bloop saying, "Is this just Hermitcraft?" And as much mm-hmm. as the, the struggle, the struggle to be something different is, it's incredible. It really is. Um, trying, it to, is. trying to be unique it is. because every, <laughs> it seems to be a running joke now in the Mathcraft community. Whenever we try and do something, Hungercraft uh, mm-hmm. do it a week later. And
1: <laughs> we get the comparison. Yeah, we get yeah. to be compared. And like everyone, everyone does that. Even like not only the, the small ones, but the yeah. medium ones, like uh, Truly Bedrock. I I think you know truly bedrock. Truly
0: bedrock, yeah, and um, yeah. So I I worked with Silent Whisperer, mm-hmm. who's a prominent member on the truly bedrock server. I think they've got, the one thing they've got going for them is they are on Bedrock Edition. Yeah, um, that's a big difference. They've really managed to, they they have made a name for themselves on there. And I think, yeah. I think they've done an amazing job. Yes, they have. And all the other guys have done an awesome job. They have. The other one that started out recently was Legacy s n Legacy. With Logical Geek yes. Boy, uh, Slice Line, mm-hmm. uh, Pearlescent Moon, quite a few others. Um, and, they- and they started off they started off their season one quite similar to um, Hermitcraft. Yeah. And they got a lot of grief from uh, from a lot of the Hermitcraft viewers going over and giving them a lot of grief. Mm-hmm. But then they did something unique and different for their season two. They've got a lot more community interaction. Mm-hmm. I think the community votes on things that happen in their world every couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. So they've really managed to um, make that sort of divide. But still, I, I see a lot of people commenting on the video saying, is this just Hermitcraft or... Why are you ripping off hermitcraft? I think it's, I I don't know. I it's it's such a difficult area because <laughs> there's this there's this big dominant um, uh, sort of there's the elephant yeah, in the room, yeah. uh, so to speak, and it's it's hard to try and break yeah. away from that as hard as we try.
1: Especially when you have especially when you have a member from the hermitcraft moving to to the legacy, yeah. Yes, yeah. And it's it's quite delicate, and the comparison is inevitable. But I, I think that like standing out and, tr- and being different is really, really hard. It's really, really hard. You have to come up with something completely different uh, in order to 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 get that. I myself have some ideas. I'm not going to share them in the podcast yet because <laughs> <laughs> we got to keep it it's quiet. Luke. We gotta keep no, it quiet. <laughs> no, gotta keep it quiet. Uh, because like I, I I I'm not gonna speak. I'm gonna do it. You know, when it starts, I'm gonna do it. And like, uh, and, and I think it's something that can work, because it is it is hard. And like, I see, it it also made me see like there is a fourth different player of Minecraft. Yeah, because we all know that there are the builders, the redstoners, and the PvPers sports guys or, or the sports yeah. guys can be <laughs> the, the other games, ones like Sparkle, yeah. the mini games. Yeah. And so then there will be the fifth. The guys that like me, for example, I I believe I am on this or I can even start this fifth uh this fifth uh classification of a <laughs> Minecraft player because I'm not a fantastic builder. People say I'm a good builder. Okay, I'm a good builder, but every once in a while, I stuck with like you know doing stuff. I never built anything big or massive or anything like that. I'm not good at redstone at all. I am not good at the sports or PvP, but I believe I'm very good at having ideas to involve community in something. So that I think this is the like the fifth uh kind of minecraft players that the the person that creates a storyline yeah. for uh for an p yeah and i i'm working on that i'm working on that and i believe it's going to work That
0: sounds sounds pretty well we'll all have to keep an eye on what you get up to over the <laughs> over the next 6 months or however <laughs> long that takes <laughs> we'll keep our eyes
1: peeled yeah i am a minecraft player and content creator who really 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 likes to play on server, and this is no, uh, this is no secret for anyone. Like I play on, I play on five different servers. Come on, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I play on an open server and on a sub server, server and on three, no two open servers. Uh, yeah, on two whitelisted servers. Like I love playing on servers because I like to interact with people, and sometimes when I want to do stuff. And I create a content, and I try to direct my content to a community, and there is no community to do that. There comes motivation, and I believe this is the 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 next topic that you wanted to talk about.
0: Is trying to stay motivated. Uh, trying trying to stay motivated. If I can get my words out, um, and one of the interest is is you mentioned the the sort of the death of SMP servers and and why players really get demotivated and. How how that sort of affects one of the yeah. um uh, the the all of the people in that community, and I've got I've got some experience with this. So I've been on um, mm-hmm. a couple of SMPS now, which have completely shut down. So so the first SMP I ever started on, Awesome Villa, um, I was only on there for a few months, and then that completely shut down. And I think that was mostly down to it being a very new server. Uh, we, we were trying something different. It, it, we as a group had never done something like that before, and then we sort of mm-hmm. migrated, and I started up a Mathocraft. Yeah, a few uh, so a year or so later, I joined Awesome Villa. No, uh, a year or so later, I joined Ancient Craft, uh, which was uh, an awesome community of people doing quite a similar thing to what a Mathocraft was doing at the same time, um, and we we mm-hmm. had similar sort of sized player bases, but there was one big difference, um, and it was that. On a Mathcraft, we had more content creating people, and on Ancient Craft, I think there was only about one or two content creating people. And mm-hmm. a year ago, it was about a year ago today, we, we went into talks with them and just talking about what we can do to sort of support one another. Eventually came down to uh, Ancient Craft ha- uh, was going to close, and we decided we'd, we'd welcome a few new members to the Mathcraft community. And one of the things mm-hmm. we we did prioritize when doing that was we wanted to get content creators. And that's something I've learned from running the Amathocraft community is the importance of content creators in keeping an SMP alive. SMPs, yeah. we started off Amathocraft with, I just brought over just some friends from the community who weren't creating content. I was the only person on there creating content. And then what I started to learn throughout our second season was we were welcoming loads of people in through a a sort of Google Forms application and they'd last a little bit but then they'd they'd go because they either weren't enjoying it, didn't find it what they wanted it to be. So in season Mm -hmm. three, I started focusing more and sort of (laughs) since then, when when I want to welcome someone new to a Mathocraft, I want them to be a content creator and because there's there's many reasons behind it but one of the key ones is if you're creating content and you've got a will to be creating content from a certain server or you've got a certain schedule you want to keep to you've got no choice but to be active on the server and Mm -hmm. one of the things that seems to happen talking to the the non-members who become inactive um the the reason people become inactive is because of the lack of interactions with other people on servers Yes. Recently, we did an internal poll, and I haven't really talked about this yet, so special for the podcast. We did an internal poll within the Mathcraft group, just asking, how are things going, and what should we do as a group to better ourselves? Mm-hmm. And one of the main things that really stuck out to me throughout all the responses from everyone was people become burnt out and stop and get demotivated when they don't see other people yes and that's 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 something that really stuck to me and there is a simple solution the simple solution is if everyone keeps playing
1: everyone stays motivated (laughs) exactly exactly (laughs) of
0: course there will be these there will be personal reasons why things have to come and go but that is life things will come and go and uh, they'll come in waves but one of the key things about playing on an smp server why do we do it because we enjoy playing with other people if people are, if we're all going to sort of stop playing on there, then it, it, there's this domino effect. There's this knock-on domino effect where people become more and more demotivated, and it's sort of a spiral downwards.
1: And, yeah,
0: yeah, and it's 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 just fascinating to. Um, sometimes you don't notice, you don't notice the reality, and then you you need something like just asking everyone the same question, and it really um it really clicks, and you so- realise. Yeah, okay there's something we can do about this so um no it's a really interesting area this this area of demotivation um and, and Flood, i'm sure we've all had experience with being demotivated um what's your experience and what do you make of it
1: well i try not to get demotivated <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes when i when i when i go with that i either just like in minecraft for example i either go mining or I try to to get, um, like, a very, very silly idea working.
0: Yes, okay.
1: Yeah, it's, like, very, very silly. It can be, like, uh, I don't know. I don't know how to explain that. It's like, okay, I'm going to create a maze. How can I make this maze silly? Um... Oh, I remember that b- being on a one-block swimming uh, thing is silly because we look very yes. silly when we're there. So okay, I'm going to make a maze that it's like just one block tall. <laughs> <laughs> and this is how like some stuff uh, start to work. Yeah. Um. But yeah, really on on and on p and people getting demotivated, it's really a thing that uh, gets some people some some players and i'm not just talking about content creator uh smps i'm also speaking about uh, servers in general i have been to other servers like public servers where uh sometimes people don't play Mm. um this also makes me think of like why someone has a skyblock server and why some players Go to servers to play Skyblock. It's
0: a very good. Have question. you thought about that? Because <laughs>
1: yeah, because Skyblock, it's Skyblock. It's either you and a friend who you really trust, or you yourself. Hmm. So you can do that on. You can do that on a single-player world. Yeah, you don't need to go to a server for that. It's like Skyblock has something else to offer. Some Skyblock servers they have something else to offer. They have uh, plugins like MCMMO. Or, you know, the uh, cobblestone generator ores and stuff like this that make the Skyblock experience difference. Okay, great. And then we think, why would someone get into a survival multiplayer server? Uh, The question is very simple, to interact with other people right to interact with other people one of the one of the servers that i play and that i have been playing for 3 years now i think it's a public server and i really like it and, and even though the world is 40,000 by 40,000 blocks and like our bases are f- quite far from the others you know and like we we don't have neighbors and stuff but if i want to visit someone i just go there and whenever i pop in the server there's someone playing one or two or three sometimes 10 players playing yeah and we 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 talk on discord and we do that and sometimes we don't do anything on the that's server the
0: because that's the greatness yeah,
1: of it we are not we're not building we're not doing anything productive in minecraft we are just talking to each other speaking to each other and you know letting ideas grow say oh this is cool i'm going to do this on like tomorrow i'm going to start building on this uh yeah and i think this is where it where it gets so the the level of uh commitment to an S P is not just about having an idea or or creating content itself but it's like getting the players on the SP motivated enough to just be there and
0: i think one of the things that always i yeah. love doing is Sometimes without any planning at all. It might be a Saturday afternoon and I jump on the server and I'm not doing much. I'm just flying around the server, having a look, what people've been up to, and then someone else joins. And then someone else joins. And then someone else, and then mm-hmm. and then you end up with like five or six people online. And we're all talking. We're not doing anything. And then we do something silly or someone goes to yeah. FK and and the small interactions we have, we go, we go and shuffle them around, we move them exactly. to somewhere else in the world, confuse them, or we all go to the exactly. Nether hub and just fly around and then then someone ends up dying or and it's just those silly interactions which sometimes to me I think really make an SMP an SMP having just it's all about those small it interactions yeah. and without that i don't think SMPs would be as great as they were or as they are sorry uh, it's really incredible
1: mm-hmm you, you 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 talk about something and it, it remember um uh, sorry it reminded me of something we did i think it was last week i was playing on um uh, on warmer block and one one of the players like sent me a message say hey vloop come here check out this area do you have any ideas i want to build something big get in here And then one of the admins say, Oh, I want to see what you're doing there. I want to see this area. Okay. He went there to see the area, the other admin joined, And we were like doing stuff over there. There was another player who went there. It's like, okay, I just want to see. And the first admin went AFK, (laughs) the danger, (laughs) dude, he was, he was AFK for, I don't know how long and me and the others, suddenly we were not looking at the area anymore. We built a whole house with garden, sheep, and lots of stuff around the admin <laughs> who was AFK. So, like, when he comes Brilliant. back from AFK, they so like, what the hell? There's like everything is different in here.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's again, it's all those small interactions.
1: Yeah, the small interactions, the silliest ideas are the ones that really work. Yeah. Yeah.
0: One of the last things I wanted to um, name drop really that's that's the whole point of this last note is um is (laughs) is something that's begun to form together now whoever you are listening to this podcast um you may have you may have heard of one of these smaller smps now i've got a long list here which i've i've been writing down while luke's been talking and these are just some of the awesome communities which are getting together for some special things so you may have heard of the unknown empire, Amathacraft, Unorthoblox, Obsidian Order, Autocraft, TGL, Lionheart Dynasty, Icraft, Lifecraft, Insist, Nexus, and Vanji. I think I, I think that's how you say the last one. We are forming together all of these SMPs. I think there's about ten or so SMPs there. We are forming together in one Discord server to share are experiences and talk to like-minded people and it's been an incredible experience just watching this community just form together it's only happened over the past month or so um, and to see all these smps come together and just have silly conversations between all sorts of people and i know there are some big plans um which i don't think i'm i'm yet to talk about i don't think i've got that permission yet um, I know there are some <laughs> things that will be happening um, over the next couple of months or so and it's definitely something to keep your eyes, tuned, uh, eyes keep your eyes peeled, really. Um, follow, Make sure to follow uh, the Spectrum, which is what it's called. It's called the Spectrum SMP Hub. Follow them on Twitter. We'll put a link to this in the podcast description. And uh, yeah, I really recommend keeping your eyes on this. It's a really amazing way of watching about 10 SMPs, small, similar SMPs, um, join together to do some really special things and really just find some new people which has been a uh, great experience i'll have to get kento on the podcast at some point in the future he's the founder of the spectrum and uh, to chat a little bit more about what it's like um being in this community as well so vloop thank you for joining me it's Yay! been an awesome experience i've really loved it it's been <laughs> the first one you've been an awesome guest and um I'd, one thing i want to start is i want to ask every person who's been on the podcast to rate your podcast experience how have you found it from one to five five being the best five i'm glad to hear that it would it wouldn't have been a great start if we had our first episode <laughs> and it was a one would it so <laughs> thank you bloop and um i think bloop, you... if you want to just say a little bit about where people can find out more about you and uh we'll put some links in the description of the podcast
1: Oh yeah, on uh, on. Jeez, t- I forget my links. Can, did, can you imagine that? I forget my own links, <laughs> but I'll try to remember. On Twitter and Twitch, okay, it's easy to remember t- the tws. Okay, on the tws, I TW uh, twis, yeah, Twitter and <laughs> Twitch. I am vlooplace. Okay, so just look there, and on YouTube, I'm vlooplace Minecraft altogether. Awesome,
0: thank you, vloop, and. I similarly can be found both on YouTube and Twitter on YouTube I can be found at youtube.com forward slash rover one and Twitter I can't remember my Twitter handle which is embarrassing <laughs> <laughs> as I said earlier there'll be links to all of our socials and everything we've talked about yeah, in today's links. podcast episode down in the description of wherever you have found this episode of the podcast now please do us a favor you'll be helping out the podcast ever so much by sharing it share it to a friend and follow us on whatever platform that you have found this episode on there will be the next next episode posted up at towards the end of February. Once again thank you Fluke for joining me on this what has been an amazing experience talking about our experiences as Small Minecraft Content Creators but that is all for today's podcast so I will see you in the next one. Goodbye!